Hi, this episode is about apologies, and specifically I wanted to start with the apology that you never got, and this time I am talking to you, the person that is listening right now. Maybe you don't have this problem in the forefront of your mind, but maybe, I hope that maybe, (laughs) I'm saying maybe a million times, it can heal you, maybe a wound, oh my gosh, Why am I like being crazy right now? A wound that you forgot you had. So this is for the times that you never got an apology when you deserved one. So here it goes. Close your eyes or you probably don't want to listen to me. So you don't have to close your eyes, but go on and picture that friend who hurt you. Maybe they betrayed you or talked behind your back, or just wasn't nice to you, maybe you weren't friends anymore, or picture the person that you loved, and maybe you don't talk to them anymore, and you can do this when you listen to me say the apology that you never got. Okay, starting now. Hi, I know it's been a while, but I'm sorry for the way I treated you. You didn't deserve it at all. It really was about what was going on inside me, not how I felt about you at all. So, how did that feel? So, I know that people think Visco is for sexy pics, so it's me again. It's not your uh, past person that hurt you. Back to me. So I know people think that Visco is for seeing weird, sexy pics, but I saw that on there and I thought I would put a little Christina spin on it, but that was basically it. Just like a photo describing an apology that you never got. And I thought it was so heartwarming and quite healing. So I thought that I could do that for you, my sweet little listener. I'm being so weird right now. And I don't know if this has happened to you too, but this isn't sound supposed to sound like a weird flex because I'm sure I'm not the only one, but it's quite striking when I've gotten random apologies out of nowhere. And I thought I would tell you guys the most satisfying apology I've ever heard. And it was from someone I was really close to and I didn't expect it. And so this is actually a different category because it wasn't years later that it was a little bit more, what is it, sequential? Okay, so I know your best friend is someone you've known your whole life, but this was like a soulmate best friend that would just sleep in my room, you know, sleepovers, but it feels different when it's like an adult sleepover, but it wasn't a sexy best friend. It was like two separate beds, so... I know it's not an offensive, I mean, I know it is an offensive word to say a hobo, but my room was quite like a homeless shelter, sophomore year, and I have mentioned it before, I think, but so the other dorms would often flood, so my random friends would come in and use my room to like charge their phone and for shelter. So basically, the thesis of that (laughs) is one day she picked a fight with me. And this might surprise you, but I don't like that kind of drama. Is that shocking? I don't know, but 
And then what really poured kerosene into the fire, which I think you guys know, that's my specialty, even though I don't mean to, but people don't always react well to my honesty. But she was sending me something so serious. And I said, oh, I would like to talk about this in person because serious text conversations are way too anxiety provoking for me. The second I see that little bubble, I'm like, okay, I need to smash my iPhone, throw it into a pond and never look at it again. And sorry if you're listening to this and I've, and if, and I've ever sent you a serious text, it really just was for convenience if you were there next to me. Of course, I would have picked the talking option. But anyway, she refused, so I called her a coward, then we were done. Then I missed her so much, and even though I did, I knew I didn't do anything wrong, well, I guess I did do a harsh word, but okay, so maybe I'm seeing my wrongs now, but I was just being honest. Okay, I don't need to defend myself because that's not important. What happened wasn't important. But I texted her and said, I miss you. I'm sorry. And she said, Christina, I'm sorry too. And that, why does it feel like that never happens? I'll just never forget that moment. I think maybe because, hmm, why is that? I think it's because it was someone who probably thinks that they're right a lot, but I'll just never forget it. So I just think that one of the most loving things you can do is apologize to someone. So her and I aren't friends anymore. But it is okay because I learned that just because you miss someone, it doesn't mean that they're good for you. Like obviously, ultimately, it's your choice. And I do, well, after her, I did have some other blunders, but different kinds, right? At least not repeat mistakes, different ones. So something else I was thinking about. I just love the topic of apologies. I just think they're the glue that ties relationships together. It's just one mistake after the other because nobody seems to be able to communicate that well, including me sometimes. I try my best, but you know that, oh, I, you know, I hate metaphors, but I did love that telephone game as a child. So I, I was going to say that it's a game of telephone communication sometimes, but like, a pay phone that doesn't work anymore with certain people. So what I wanted to talk about next is I know that people hate to say sorry. Oh, no, people hate hearing sorry you feel that way. <laughs> and see, for some reason, these apologies, I like first I thought specifically of that first one. And now I can think exactly and vividly those two times I heard, sorry, you feel that way. And I know that that really gets people's blood boiling. But for me, I appreciate that small attempt because sometimes it's not in a condescending way. Sometimes I think people really just don't know how to say what to say. And they just feel bad that you feel bad. And to me, that's what matters. So this is my extreme opinion that, well, see, the thing is, I like things wouldn't be so infuriating to me if I'm, I'm using a lot of extreme language here. Don't worry, it's just for a colorful effect. I don't have anger issues. But then again, um, would I have to say that I didn't? Okay, anyway... Anyway, 
I can't think of a worse trait than someone who doesn't say sorry to someone that they care about. It really is despicable to me. So, honestly, maybe I just, I think I noticed about me. People seem to value dignity and they seem to have pride. But for me, I guess that's one, well, two, I guess I can count two things I don't have much of. But it seems to work in my favor because I would just, I'd rather just apologize, you know? So, next thing. The thing is, I just thought I'd never talk to these people again. So now this is referring to the random confessional pop-ups. And it's like, okay, cool. I don't mind being someone's priest for a day, I guess. But I just, I didn't know I signed up for that. But it's okay. It really is. I don't mind being a part of that moment for someone. So one time someone asked me if I knew anyone who bought weed. See, I'm not sure if that makes sense, but (laughs) I'm going to try to explain it better. So, oh my gosh, how do I even explain it? If you're from Cheshire, Connecticut, you would know what I mean. So if someone needs to buy weed, they usually have a plug. But for some reason, a lot of people would go to me and say, do you know anyone, even if I did, like I wasn't really a smoker a lot of the years that I would be hit up. But that's a side note. I don't know if you think that's weird, but I think that's kind of funny. So yes, one person had hit me up and asked if I knew anyone, just like a random Instagram DM it was. So let's see, like my friend once called me stoner bait and at the time that was the type of personality i liked to be friends with and the lovers you could say but oh my god i could throw up by how i just phrased that but anyway i mentioned the weed story because like i said that's how the confession started i think i was like 16 the last time i had talked to them what is this what was this like four years later and i won't say the content of the like Christian confession that I experienced with them. But I'll just say he ended it with, wow, I've been waiting a very long time to say that. What a relief. And it's okay, like these random people popping popping back in. And I do appreciate the acknowledgements, I really do. It's just It's because I have so many current problems, as does anyone. So those ones that come from these people that I just figured, okay, that that ended in an explosion. I'll definitely never talk to them again. And then sometimes I would get a message and I'm like, wait, which which Matthew is this? And then it just shocks me, you know. So I guess I'm curious if that happens to you guys. I really am. So I gave you that apology, and now I think maybe this is your permission to, if you're holding on to something and you want to talk to someone again, because I, some of my friends come to me and say, oh, I wonder if I'll, like, I have a desire to talk to them, but I just don't know. But for me, if I'm thinking of someone, I'll just hit them up. See, this is what I'm saying with the dignity. I think people value that trait so much. I feel like it holds you back. And if you, your like pride and dignity wasn't so high 
and you want to talk to them, someone, then why wouldn't you talk to the one you actually want to talk to? Why do you need to, to spend your time day after day talking to people that are just, I don't want to say filler, but just if you're thinking about someone, just say, say it because it'll be quite satisfying according to these people who let go and purge. So like I said, this is your permission to do that. And I think that it could lead to feeling lighter or just something very good, whether it's an apology or just saying hello. It's been a million years. And I think it's good to be so random like that because, well, you know, it seems like the types of pop-ins these days that people will talk about are the ones that are like... But then there's also an undertone. So first I'll say the ones people seem to talk about are the the random you-up ones. But then also what that leads me to think is I can tell that that has another undertone. And that's like people will use that to say, oh, I don't like them. I'm just going to use them. But I think sometimes it's because they miss the person. This is just what I've noticed from a... You might You guys might have realized about me or heard by listening to these episodes thank you by the way that i like to analyze people and seems like nobody wants to be vulnerable so they pretend that these relationships are so small so i guess this is your permission again to you don't have to pretend it's you up you can just say hi it's been a while so yeah and people will say to me why would I just randomly talk to someone? I can't just do that. And it's, my question is why not? Because when you think about yourself, it's either, wow, that's nice that they would think of me. This is so random. Either you weren't thinking of them or you think of them sometimes. But what's better than having someone, (laughs) not to be odd with the wording, but someone that remembers that you exist. People go on living so caught up in their own life, abandoning relationships, when I feel like relationships and connections and love, isn't that? Everyone has different points of life, and I think that's one of the most rewarding ones. So why not embrace it? And I don't think anything can ever go wrong about hitting up someone up unless they're like a very, very bad person that like keeps going to prison, but not for weed or anything like real prison. Okay, I'm sorry if a prisoner is listening to this or a jail mate or something, but you know what I'm saying. I really, or or if it's a, an ex, I kind I saw a sign. And, in front of a bathroom one time and it said no texting your ex after whatever pm and this is another one talking directly to you i think that people who okay this is actually really rude but it is what i think i think it's really pathetic to okay this is like too mean to even say out loud but do you guys like judge people that talk to their ex i'm just like okay move on like it's not circle it's called X, and it's not like a jealousy thing. Any neutral party that still falls back on that, I judge, because I don't know. It really is just you broke up for a reason. Why can't you just 
honestly, I don't have an explanation for this one. There's a lot of different strategies. I just find that pathetic, unless there are many exceptions, such as if you broke up for distance or whatever reason. So much love ends because it's not the right time. I feel like that's always why my loves ended. But then the wrong time kind of was a blessing because I don't think they were right for me, if that makes sense. So if it was a circumstantial breakup, you can erase what I just said and don't worry about it. But if it's someone maybe you're neutral about, it's like, really? This is what you're going to spend your life doing, living in the past. So maybe this is a tough love message now. I went from sweet to, I don't know, medium evil to now, like, lecturing you. I'm sorry, but besides lecturing, I think there might be 0.5 people that agrees with me, maybe a half a person. I just think it's nice to move on, you know? I'm not going to use any cliches, all right? I promise. Not talking about any things that swim in the water. And of course, that could seem hypocritical, but it's like I've talked to people from the past before, but it really was just talking because like I'll answer people's message if it's interest not in that sounds bad as if they're a documentary or something but I try to and <laughs> all of this sounds horrible I guess assess and investigate what in the world is going on but all right the second thesis of that is just you don't need to be stuck in the past. I think you'll have a nice future once you let them go, if you've been holding on to someone. It's quite the great feeling. And if you like any tips, I once was told to like write down all the promises and then I burned them. If you follow my finsta, you'll see that very artsy. Don't worry, I burned it over the sink. And it didn't help right away, but it did make nice photos. So I don't know if I just said that right. You like write the promises that you guys made, whatever you're holding on to, and then you just burn it because accepting that it's over. And I'm just, is this too much information? I and just take it as free advice, I guess. I am, I know I'm a freak, but at least that makes you feel comfortable to be weird too, right? Okay, thank you for listening. I hope the beginning healed you and sorry for telling you what to do. That's like the one time I'll say it because that is two of my, the apologize thing is my worst pet peeve. And then the second thing was just a judgmental thing. I don't think I've ever been close like romantically with someone that couldn't apologize. I think that's such an important value. And talk later. Thank you. Bye.